Business Foundations for Mums with me, Kate Butcher, is the podcast to listen to if you are a mum who is ready to launch your business, not sure where to start or wanting to turn that sideline into something more serious. It will be full of practical tips, mindset advice and inspirational and honest interviews with mums who are juggling business and motherhood. Supporting mums in business to turn your dream into a reality. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Business Foundations for Mums. Today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about researching your market. Researching your market is something that's incredibly important before you start your business, but it's also a really important thing to be doing on a regular basis, to be constantly reassessing, to be constantly updating your market research, checking that you're on the right track. And it also very much depends on the market that you're in and whether that is a very changeable market or something that's going to be relatively static. And there, of course, are going to be factors that happen to all of us around us. We've got our current cost of living crisis going on and people are going to be making different buying decisions. And all of those things feed in to your market research and researching where your product sits in the market or where your service might sit in the market. It's going to affect all the different things like your pricing, like your competitors. So it's really important just to keep on top of your market research and making sure that you're up to date with exactly what's going on in the market. The first thing that it's really important to understand is who you are marketing your product or your service to. Obviously, some products and services are going to only be relevant to a specific target market or a specific audience. And it's really important to really know and understand that audience really, really clearly. And equally, for some particular products and services, it might be that your product or service could be relevant to anyone. And in that case, it makes it really hard to market or to to make your marketing appealing to everybody. So it's really important in those situations to think about who you could specifically target your marketing at, who you could specifically target your product or your service at, who it would be of most use to and who you can market to most effectively. When you're looking at who you want to be marketing to, there's a number of factors to take into account. And those can include things like geography. If your product or service is something where you need to be in close proximity to the person, for example, if you have a cleaning business where you need to physically go to somebody's house and clean for them, or if you're a hairdresser and you need to physically see them to be able to cut their hair, or if you have a product for whatever reason, you know, a photographer, any of those services where you need to actually physically be there to be able to deliver the service to that person, geography is going to be a really important and significant factor in looking at who your target market are. If your business is based in the south of England, you don't want to be marketing to somebody in Scotland who might not be able to actually access the product or the service that you have. Whereas if your product or your service is something that can be delivered online or that can be posted to your customers or whatever it might be, that means you don't actually need to physically be there for them to physically receive the product or the service from you, your marketing will be quite different and you might market in totally different places to if you did need to be geographically near to your target market. It's really important to research your target market really clearly, to really start to understand the detail of who they are, what they like, what they want, whether your product or your service would really appeal to them and how you can speak to them in language that they will really resonate with and understand. If your product or service is something that appeals to a wide range of people, not necessarily a specific demographic or maybe a specific gender, it could appeal to anybody 
then it's really important to think about how you are going to market to the people who are going to buy from you. It's really important to look at who is most likely to buy from you. And the reason it's really important to think about the people who you want to actively market to is because the message that you send out will appeal to different people. So if you're marketing to everyone in general and being really broad and generic, then your message and your marketing is not necessarily going to resonate and impact with the vast majority of people who it lands with. So when you're thinking about how to market your products, then it's really important to research the people who you think are most likely to buy from you or who you particularly feel that you can resonate with and you can sell those products to effectively. If you just send out a broad message to everybody, it's really hard for them to understand what your product is and who you're appealing to. And that's why we talk about a customer avatar. This is your ideal client. This is the kind of person who you want to be buying your products, who would be the ideal person who you know, who would come back time and time again, who would love what you deliver or what you offer and who will keep buying from you. This doesn't by any means mean that you can't sell to other people who don't fit that avatar and those criteria. You can still sell to other people if they come to you or if your marketing appeals to them as well. But it does mean that you can really hone your marketing message so that it really does start to appeal to the kind of person who is most likely to be your ideal client. Another thing to really consider when you're doing your market research, and this is a really important one to think about before you start your business, is what is the demand for your business? Is there the demand for the service or the product that you offer? It's really important to maybe start asking around amongst the people who are likely to buy your product or your service to find out if it's something that they're interested in, if it's something that they're likely to buy, if it's something that if you were to start selling, to, to start making, to start creating, to start delivering, that people would actually be interested in buying that from you. It's also really important to look out there and see if there are other people also delivering what it is that you deliver. Now, if there are lots and lots and lots of people already doing the same thing, this could mean that the demand is really huge and that there are more and more people doing it and it's a real struggle to meet demand. And if you were to put your business out there, you would probably find customers quite easily because the demand is really there for what you do. However, if there's lots and lots of people doing it, it might be that the people doing it have now exceeded the demand and there is not necessarily the need for more people in the market. It could be that the market is oversaturated with other people doing the same thing as you. So that's one to research quite carefully and be aware of. On the opposite extreme, you might have a great idea and you might have a look and find that nobody is doing it. And is that reason that nobody is doing it because other people have tried it and it doesn't work and there is no demand for it and people don't want what it is that you're trying to deliver? Or is it that you've just come up with a really novel idea that could be really life-changing for loads of people, but just no one's thought of it before or no one's dared to try it before or people might have thought about it and not actually acted on it? So again, it's about really doing the research to find out why it is that there are lots of people doing it or why it is that there is nobody doing it. And if you're somewhere in the middle, then again, you still need to do that research and find out, you know, the people that are doing it, are they working at full capacity and there are more people in the market needed? Or are they really, really struggling to find clients? In which case, it's quite possible that you might as well. 
But of course, it might be that you go in with a completely different angle, but doing the same thing that somebody else is doing. And your angle could be what others are really missing. So think about what your unique selling point is, where you fit in the market, where you fit in amongst the other people who are doing what it is that you do. It might be that you know that you can price yourself less and be careful of this one. I'm not suggesting this is the right way to go, but it might be that you found an amazing way to deliver the same product or service for less money and that you can still make a reasonable profit, but for doing it for a lot less money and delivering it to a whole new audience who couldn't afford it from the other people who were doing it. However, if people are pricing way above what you're planning to price, again, there's probably a reason for that. There might be a load of hidden costs that you haven't factored in. It might be that you're really undercharging for your time and you're not making any profit at the end of the day. There's lots of different things to factor in with that. Or on the other end of the scale, it might be that you can produce the same product or service that others are doing on a much higher level and charge more money. And again, it might be a gap in the market, something that people are missing or delivering it in a different way with a more personal touch, whatever it might be, lots of different ways that you can do different things. And that brings us nicely on to talking about the competition. It's really, really important to do a competitor analysis, to see who your competition is out there, to see who is delivering the same kind of things or something similar to what you do in the way that is most similar to the way that you do it. Again, if you're a geographically based service, and you're looking at setting up a business in a specific village, is there already competition or a specific suburb of a town? Is there already competition in that area who potentially could be a risk to your business? Is there a really well-established, maybe a cafe, if you're wanting to set up a cafe, and there's already a really well-established, really popular cafe in the place that you're looking to going, is that going to be a challenge for you? Is that going to mean that that competition is too great and that it's going to have a, a massive impact on how many people might come to you? Or looking at the competitors that are out there, Again, is there a way that you can do things differently? It's really useful with a competitor analysis to put down a spreadsheet, to look at your local competition. If geography isn't a factor, then look at the competition who are doing things in a way that is the most similar to you and have a look at what they're doing well, what they're not doing well, what you might be able to do better, what you can do differently to the other competition that is out there. See if you can find a place where you can fit in the market or equally, some people out there that you can collaborate with, which is just as important as competition. And of course, pricing. As I've already mentioned, it might be that you find a way to price yourself much lower or much higher than other people. But it's really, really important to make sure that you factor in all of the potential costs. And those might be the costs of actually delivering that product or service. But it also might be the greater costs of running your business and making sure that you're factoring in all of the different costs that might come in, ensuring that you're not forgetting things like your insurance. Are there any premises costs associated with what you do? Things like your ICO registration as well. That's one that most businesses will need. That's your information commissioner's office registration to ensure that you are compliant with GDPR, making sure that any legal costs, licenses, other costs like that are covered. 
And there might be software that you might need to download as well. You'll probably need some accountancy software going forward because as time goes on, HMRC is changing its rules and regulations on how you report. And that means that ultimately everybody will need to be using some kind of paid software in the long term to ensure that they are compliant with HMRC. Making sure that any other subscriptions, licenses, requirements are covered. There might be some essential training that you need to do as well. And think about factoring all of those things in to your pricing so that you ensure that you're covering all your costs effectively and you're still being able to take home the profit or the salary that you require for your business. And that obviously also depends on what it is that you're looking to get out of the business from a financial perspective as well. If you need to be taking home a good salary at the end of every month to cover a number of costs within your family, then that's very different to having a business where you maybe want to take home some money to pay for a family holiday at the end of the year or to cover the costs of activities for your children or whatever your personal circumstances require. Making sure that you do a really good financial analysis before you start your business and ensuring that you've factored in everything and you know that it is financially viable as a business is absolutely essential within your market research. And if you would like to know more about that, please reach out to me because I have a spreadsheet that can help you to work all of that out. Some tools that you can use for your market research. Google is an absolute gem. Of course, we can find out so much from Google. And it's really important to look at the economics in the industry that you're looking in. One of my businesses is in property and things are changing constantly. Mortgage rates are going through the roof at the moment. Rents are increasing constantly. House prices are fluctuating by different amounts in different geographical areas. So it's really important, whatever your business is, but certainly if it's something that does have differences and changes all the time, that you're staying on top of that and that you know which tools and resources, which software, which platforms you can go to to get up-to-date and accurate knowledge or that you're in groups where you can regularly access constant and regular updates on what is going on in the industry that you're working in. Things will change in the market on a regular basis. You might find that some of your competitors are no longer working in the industry, but there might be new ones that have come in. So it's really important to constantly keep on top of your competitor analysis, to constantly keep on top of the economics and how that's affecting your industry, and to constantly be changing and updating. There are always new changes in technology as well. AI is becoming a huge factor and something that lots and lots of businesses are starting to embrace more and more. The social media algorithms are changing constantly. And to be able to keep on top of those things, we need to continue to educate ourselves, but to continue to research as well and make sure that our business still has its place in the market and that we still have a viable business offer. As things change, you might find that your business might adapt, might pivot, might change. And that's not something we can always predict before we start. So doing the market research on a regular basis is absolutely essential. Market research is something that's a real passion of mine, something I really love to do. So if it's something you want to know more about, please reach out and speak to me. And I'm more than happy to spend some time talking to you about market research and how you can make that relevant for your business. I hope you have a great week and we look forward to seeing you for another inspiring interview next week. Thank you for joining us here at Business Foundations for Mums. You can find all of our episodes, show notes and blog posts at businessfoundationsformums.co.uk. You can join our free Facebook group called Business Foundations for Mums or our low-cost BFFM membership for additional resources and support. And you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. 